now it is time to go back into the bank and talk about some Panther football from one of the greats of the defensive backfields of the Carolina Panthers. And you heard him previously on radio with those big calls, getting you hyping your car, ready to run through a wall. I'm talking about Eugene Robinson here to talk Panthers with us. Eugene, how's it going today, my man? Man, I'm doing absolutely wonderful, man. How you guys doing? <laughs> We're doing great, man. And so the Panthers, a lot going on. They've been talked yeah. about a lot. National media as far as what they could do in different spots. So first, let's start off with – uh, your assessment of this coaching staff. What do you think of some of the names and faces that have been brought in and this interesting mix of personalities that they have on this staff? Well, the first thing that you notice is that the, there's a lot of uh, Super Bowl pedigree on this team. I mean, you got Frank Wright, you got Coach Caldwell, you got uh, uh, what's the D quarter name? I just uh, Ezra Evero. Evero, you got Evero, you got Cooley, who was on that on that on that staff. With the uh, with the Rams, so you got a number of of guys who've already been in the mix who kind of have that pedigree, and that that's first of all, that is a game changer because you want someone that has Super Bowl experience if you're going to be taking over. Um, and then secondly, I've known Frank Wright for since 1986, and I have been friends, and I've known that he's been a brilliant a brilliant office of mine, and so. Getting Frank Wright when they when they went to uh, when he played for Philadelphia and he was the OC over there uh, he was really one of the the engineers of that of that team and then winning that Super Bowl with uh with uh with um when when Wentz went down and they they brought in the uh, the other quarterback I forgot his name uh, but it, Carson Wentz and then Nick Foles Nick Foles and so but when you look at it it's the offensive coordinator when you get somebody who falls down. In midseason, and you got to take up the slack. And you put them foes. Your offensive coordinator better be—he better be very, very good. Well, that was Frank Wright, and so I've known him as always being an offensive mind, a really good, sharp mind. And to know offenses, you have to know defenses conversely because you got to know how to be able to beat those. So I think that Coach uh, Wright is—he's assembling a really good staff, and and having Coach Caldwell, a guy who was. Already in the mix, a guy who's already been the coach. I think that's a wonderful addition to go ahead and add some even more experience, better experience to the team. And so I think they got a good mix of young guys and a good mix of older men to go ahead and move this team forward. Eugene Robinson with us, Panthers, great. And so you talked about the quarterback situation, scouting combine happening this weekend. And so they had a meeting with Derek Carr yesterday in which David Tepper was a part of that meeting as well as Frank Wright. Eugene, what would you prefer for the Panthers to do a quarterback? Would you like for them to go out and get a veteran like Derek Carr? Would you like for them to maybe swing for the fences on a Lamar Jackson if they were able to put that together? Or would you prefer for them to go in the draft and either stay at nine or go up to get one of these top prospects? I think for me, I would want to. I would want to go ahead and get in the draft, um, and try to go ahead and get a prospect there. Um, you know, you you know that you have stability with um, uh, uh, with Sam Donald. He he played exceptionally well, or whether that's PJ in the background. So you you know you got some stability there. But I think that there's some really young good talent there, and I think the fact that if you do that as opposed to getting a car, getting an Aaron Rodgers, getting someone older, um, 
uh, I know they're a little bit more experienced. I think that you don't have that same shelf life that you would have with a younger guy. And I think that would also infuse this team. Don't forget, um, I remember when Patrick Mahomes came out, I was like, man, this dude right here is going to be a player. I said the same thing about Bryce Young. I'm like, hey, that Bryce Young ain't no joke, man. That dude is a player. That dude can ball. And so when I'm, when I'm thinking about that, or you're talking about T.J. Stroud, they got some guys in there that that you could possibly move up to go ahead to improve your status. So I would be thinking that way. Of course, that's not my call. And I know that you have to entertain all the different prospects, and, and, and I, I get that. However, if I'm if I'm uh, Frank Wright or, or uh, Scott Fitterer, I would be looking maybe at the draft and trying to go ahead and solidify somebody in that in, 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 in that first round. Former Panther Eugene Robinson joining us on the Body Works Plus guest hotline. It's Wes and Walker on Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. Let's go into your area of expertise in the defensive backfield, Eugene. This is a team that has invested quite a bit in their secondary. They paid uh, a contract to Dante Jackson, spent a first-round pick in J.C. Horn, and traded for C.J. Henderson, even Stephon Gilmore before he left. Even with all that being said, how confident are you in the secondary moving forward? Would you like to see them make a move or two? here this offseason via the draft of free agency? No, I think you have what you need in the secondary. Um, don't forget, you got Xavier Woods, you got Jeremy Chen, you have J.C. Horn, and then you then and you have Dante Jackson. Uh, Dante just needs to stay healthy. Uh, he's definitely accomplished. And think about this. That Tampa Bay game that we played uh, towards the end of the, of the year that we lost, we lost, really, we had a couple of guys in secondary, Taylor and C.J. Henderson, who weren't typically normal starters, all right. And now, now you, now you put, you let me put Jackson and let me put J.C. Horn in that mix going against Evans. I think it's a different outcome. I think Evans doesn't have 13 catches. I think that's totally different. I think the Panthers end up winning that game. So I think you've got what you need. Don't forget, you got to. Uh, whenever you talk about coverage, it's always the predicated upon the rush. I think we got a really good rush, and uh, Brian Burns and and Derek. I think we got some guys who can get to. Get to the quarterback, no doubt about that. On the back end, I think we're I think we're set. I would think more so at linebacker. I'm looking to getting that marquee linebacker, as the Panthers have been noted for for such a very very long time. Whether we're talking about Beeson, Morgan, uh, Sam Mills, slash uh, or Luke Keekley, we've always had a linebacker that was that guy. I know he's Shaq, but I'm not sure what Shaq's situation is going to be like. Eugene, what is the ceiling of J.C. Horn, the uh, eight overall pick from just a couple of drafts ago? Well, that dude can ball, dude. Ain't, that ain't no joke. That dude, he, you know, he reminds me a little bit of um, of uh, uh, Darrell Revis because he, he he's able to stick with you. He's able to go ahead and and pester you. You know, uh, one thing that will change his game to a really high level is that when you focus on getting more interceptions, one thing I would tell him to do this off season is. Hey, just catch the ball. I would catch two, three hundred passes a day. Get used to catching the ball so much that when you catch the ball in practice, that you don't even think about it. So, because I think that's the next level, the next iteration that we'll see of JC is that not only can he cover, but when you can cover and be like a Mel Blunt getting interceptions, be like an Everson Walls, a Dave Brown, guys who I play with, um, Ronnie Lott, guys who can cover, uh, Di who can cover and get interceptions, you change the game. He has that capability of doing that. Dante Jackson has the capability of doing that. How you do it is you've got to catch the ball and you've got to innovate yourself for catching 
two, three, four hundred passes a day. Eugene, you're not going to slip that past me. I am looking at the all-time interception leaders, and you brought up Mel Blunt and Everson Walls, and those are just two of the names that you happen to be tied with on the all-time interception list with 57 picks. You kind of wanted to say J.C. Horn needs to be like you a little bit, didn't you? Well, yes. Uh, <laughs> my, my mentor, Dave Brown, who had 62 interceptions, he played corner, he passed away, played for the Seattle Seahawks, Green Bay Packers. He always said to me, Look what we're going to do. We're going to go out there and we're going to catch the ball. He said, you want interceptions, you got to catch the ball. And so I would catch 200 passes a day. We would just catch the ball all the time. And so when I got in the game, I never thought about getting an interception or how I'm going to catch it. I just caught it because my fingerprints were used to catching the ball. My hands were used to handling the ball like quarterbacks and receivers. And when I got so comfortable, you know, getting 57 interceptions, I got 57, then I got five in the playoffs. I was used to being around the ball and catching the ball. That's why I think some of these young guys may be lacking. They need to catch the ball 200, 300 times a day, J.C., because it will transform your game. And that young man, J.C. Horn, he ain't no joke. That dude right there can ball. He'll punch you in the mouth, and he can cover. Eugene, when you talk about this defense and Ezra Evero coming in and a lot of people, people talk about him being a odd front type of guy as far as his base defense, but he's also a multi-front guy. Does that change much for you guys in the secondary? And how many changes do you think this Panthers defense needs to make in, able, in order to be able to have a dominant odd front defense? Well, here's the, here's the thing what coaches have to make that determine. Typically what you do is if I got some really big dogs up front my my defensive front, my tackles, my one technique, three technique, the defensive tackles, then that may warrant me playing a 4-3. But if I got some beasts at linebacker, like who just can just get after it, you got Brian Burns to be a hybrid linebacker who can, who can also rush the quarterback, then now it may warrant me being an odd man front, a 3-4 defense. So he's going to look at that to see what he has to see if it makes sense. That's going to be the very determining thing. Do I got some guys up front? who can hold it down in a three technique and a one technique, that's my defensive tackles. If not, if I don't, and I got more linebackers who can put more pressure, then that odd scheme makes much more sense. And then when you have an odd scheme, you don't know which linebacker may be coming. So that's another, uh, you know, that, that's a, another like perk that you have because you can, you can switch it up from one side to the other. So I think he's going to have a, a great choice here in the Carolinas because our defense was very, very good last year. We were very, very good. We were able to get sacks. We were able to stop the run. We were better on third down. We were really, really good. We slowed in the secondary a little bit, but I think with the advent of Jackson coming back in the mix and J.C. Horn back in the mix, I think that's showing up. And another thing I would do this, I would take Jeremy Chin and I would move him back into the role that we had him when he first got here, kind of being a hybrid safety, hybrid linebacker, hybrid corner. You just line up like Troy Palomalo and go eat. Eugene, and then turning to the offensive side of the ball, the second receiver, do you think Terrace Marshall is a guy that can continue to, to develop into that guy, or do you think the Panthers need to go out and find them a bona fide number two slash maybe even a number one caliber wide receiver in free agency trade or the draft? The problem I thought that we had last year was not our receivers. I thought it was squarely, as we saw with Baker Mayfield, T.J., Sam Donald, uh, I forget the other backup quarterback, and then the other kid who got hurt, Corral, who got hurt. You had 
four quarterbacks that were that were, that played that entire season. You can't develop consistency like that. You always have to have one guy just running that show, and and you have to develop chemistry. Well, now when you got that that roving maneuvering thing that's happening, that's why uh, Coach Wilkes went to the run. He went to the run because you you can't bank on it. You can't you can't predicate things on that. If we sure the quarterback spot now, Terrace Marshall now, DJ Moore, yeah, they get to go ahead and eat. Then you're going to get to see what those guys can actually really do because I thought it was hidden based on the the maneuvering of all the quarterbacks because of injury and play and et cetera, et cetera, that you didn't get it. And don't forget, Coach Reich is going to have an, a really good offensive line who can run the ball. That opens up the passing game, and that's what Coach Wilkes found out. That's why he was so successful towards the end of the season. He predicated on the run. So let's go ahead and eat with the run, and then we can go ahead and see what we can do with the pass. Eugene Robinson, Eugene Robinson, Panthers legend with us, gave us a football sandwich right there. Plenty of stuff for us on the Panthers. He called J.C. Horn Darrell Revis. I know that's going to spark some debate when this one gets off. Eugene, I love you, but I don't know if I can go with you on that ship. But, uh... he, is a, he is a budding Darrell Revis. He watched. That kid can cover, and Darrell Reeves can cover. Yeah, man. So we appreciate it, man. We'll be talking to you down the road. We love it. We want more of it, man. We'll be in contact down the road. We appreciate it, man. No doubt. I appreciate it, guys. Take care.